You're listening to the Sex Life Unleashed podcast, the show that combines personal development strategies and practical advice to unleash your sex life. I'm Dr. Stephen DeWitt, and with over a decade of experience as a sexologist, I've helped hundreds of women create the best sex of their lives, and I want to do the same for you. If you want to turn obstacles into opportunities, and hopefully into some amazing orgasms, you're in the right place, because the best sex of your life is still to come. And we're back with this week's episode. Last week, if you listened, was all about pleasure products and the questions that you should ask yourself to find the ideal one for you. But often when I talk about sex toys and pleasure products, what comes up is questions that people have because their partners are uncomfortable with them having sex toys. So I thought I'd do a deep dive into that and that's what we're covering today. What you can do, the conversations to have, how to create that space with your partner and what to do if you just can't come to an agreement. So. Turn your ears on, your brains on, and enjoy the ride. Have you ever been in a relationship, or maybe you're in a relationship now, where your partner feels threatened because you have a sex toy or want to have a sex toy? Have you ever heard, well, why would you need something fake when you have the real thing? Or maybe you've been shamed and told that you're a sex addict or hypersexual or not normal. Well... If you've been in that situation, you're in the right place because I've come from one end of the spectrum and now happily able to say that I'm on the other end of the spectrum, both personally and supporting women have these conversations with their partner. Because at this point in my life, I'm not ashamed to admit that neither my hand, my tongue, nor my penis can vibrate at 200 times a second, but... That wasn't always the case. I remember as a young man feeling threatened, feeling emasculated. If my partner had a vibrator, my partner had a dildo, or heaven forbid, they wanted to bring that into the sexual arena that was up until that point only for us. But I've worked through that personally, and I've helped lots of other people work through that. So this is what we're going to focus on today. So let's start big picture and then get down into the minutia of what you can do if you're in that situation or potentially in that situation in the future. So let's get really clear. The only drawback to using sex toys comes from your partner projecting and prioritizing their personal insecurities onto and above your needs. It's about your partner's lack of self-confidence. That's it. I don't think anyone's ever been dumped for a vibrator. No one's going to leave their partner for a toy, but somebody probably will dump them for ignoring their needs. But if someone really can't handle this, it's time to have a real conversation and understand more about how they view sex, create a safe space to have that conversation and what they value about it and how that's different from how you approach sex and how you approach pleasure products. Because heck... It is good. First and foremost, the longest lasting sexual relationship you will ever have is the one that you have with yourself. It's the one that you started with when you were exploring years, decades ago. 
And it's important to have that for yourself, even if you're in a relationship with someone or several people where you have access to creating sex with that person and those people. Your connection to yourself, your pleasure is fundamental in helping you understand your body, in getting in touch with your fantasies, in having it be part of your self-care routine. There's just logistical things that come up also. It's if you're traveling, if you're super busy and have a crazy hectic day, if you want to go to sleep but you can't go to sleep, if you're slorny, yeah, that's a real word. I looked that up, slorny. It's when you're sleepy and horny, right? That pleasure product, that sex toy, masturbation is important. And heck, sometimes you don't even want to connect with your partner. I don't know about you, but if I've had an argument with my partner, if I'm pissed off at them, I don't necessarily want to have sex with them. But hey, I may be turned on, I may be in the mood, I may be horny, and there's a sex toy there that can help. So your relationship with yourself and your pleasure is paramount. I always like to say partners are optional, pleasure is not. So whether you have a partner in your life, whether you don't have a partner in your life, or whether you have several partners in your life, this episode is for you. So let's look at the objections and where this comes from. Again, I was joking about like, hey, why do you need the fake thing when you have the real thing there? And I think, and I can speak from my own personal place, it's, you know, I thought it was a replacement because I knew I don't have, like I said, the, the vibration I don't maybe have the size, I don't have the girth, I don't have the angle because I'm a biological male and that's just how my body was constructed. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that's a good fit or that's what can bring the maximum amount of pleasure for my partner. And that's really where it comes from. It's about pleasure and control of pleasure. And I always want, at this point in my life, to ensure that a partner of mine has the most pleasure and can access that, regardless of that's with me, with somebody else, or with a sex toy. But I wasn't always like that. And there's a lot of people out there that aren't like that. So it's important to be able to have a distinction of where your partner is at and to be able to have a conversation with them. Now, I always like to start off with using the Lita technique It's in a past episode about communication. It's L-I-T-A. So you're sharing what you like or love about the person or the relationship. The I stands for sharing what's important to you about the person and the relationship and what you're committed to for the future. So that sets a really safe context. Then the T is the topic that you want to bring up. And then the A is for ask or A to the power of two because there's two questions. You want to ask if they're open to having the conversation right now because heck, if they're not, That's not the right time. If they're not, fine. Ask them, hey, great, when is a good time for you? And have that conversation. And then the second ask is you say, okay, great, because I'd really like your thoughts and your feedback on the topic. And that makes it a co-creative conversation, not just you blurting out what you want to talk about because you think it's important. So using the Lita technique is really important. And I think some of the things that are necessary to share with your partner and really have them understand why a sex toy or a pleasure product is important to you is the distinction between having it 
be seen as competition rather than on the same team. And that's team pleasure for you. It's an enhancement to a relationship, not a replacement. It doesn't replace human contact or intimacy. Heck, you know, last time I checked and, and I'm keeping my ear to the ground of all the technology and all the fascinating things that are coming in the world of teledildonics. That's technology and sex toys coming together. I love that word, teledildonics. But the last time I checked, a sex toy can't say I love you or spank you or cuddle you or say, ooh, I like that dirty girl or whatever it is. It is a tool, it is an inanimate object. And that's not something that's going to replace your partner anytime soon. The second thing to bring up is how important your pleasure is. There's some data that came out, I think the last study I read was probably about 2017. And there was a, there's a woman by the name of Debbie uh, Herbenick. Herbenick, I think that's the name. And she's the director for the Center for Sexual Health Promotion at Indiana University and a research fellow and sexual health educator at the Kinsey Institute. And they looked at, I think, about a thousand women from the ages of 18 to 94 and found that only 18.4% of the women who responded said that they had orgasm or achieved orgasm through intercourse alone. So a sex toy and having something there either by yourself or incorporating that into your sex life can be helpful and can serve to shorten the orgasm gap. I think last time I checked it was 95% of penis owners say they achieve orgasm when they're having sex and 57% of vulva owners say that they can achieve orgasm. So that's a difference of 40% roughly between the two. So your pleasure is important. And it's again, not going to replace your partner. I think another thing that's helpful is to bring up your partner's fantasies, their masturbatory practices, and ask them if they do. And if your partner's a penis owner, that's great. You can say you have a hand that can replicate what the feeling of a vagina feels like. I don't have something that can replicate what the feeling of a penis feels like. So that's why I reach out and I have something that can replicate that just like you do. What I also find helpful in these situations is to ask questions about your partner's view on what a sex toy is. Because for most people, it's like this 12 inch black vibrating dildo. and then they look at themselves and for sure it can't vibrate. For most people, it's not 12 inch. And for a lot of people, it's not black. So they may feel, depending on where they fall in the characteristics of a 12 inch black vibrating dildo, challenged by that. But sex toys and pleasure products cover the vast spectrum of whatever can titillate and tantalize and excite and satisfy you as well as your partner. So it's not something that has to look like a particular way. So finding out what that is for your partner and why it's challenging and be able to stand your ground about your pleasure, why it's important. The other thing that I find helpful is finding sex toys if we're looking at purchasing and incorporating that, that they'd like to enjoy for themselves, by themselves, without you there. And then in the exciting world of 
partnered sex toys. What could that look like? There's lots of things that are designed for your pleasure and your partner's pleasure for penetration. There's remote control, vibrating underwear and sex toys that your partner can be in control of. There's vibrating panties. I'm not sure. I, I saw some stuff on TikTok where there's a woman walking and then all of a sudden she's like down on her knees, writhing in pleasure, but trying to be discreet about it because her partner has turned on her vibrating panties. So there's a whole world that you can explore, incorporate, and invite your partner into the world of expanding pleasure products. And one of the things that I think is so important is being able to have that conversation. You've heard me say it again and again and again. And guess what? I'm going to tell you, you're going to hear me say it again in the future. It's about how you communicate and how you work through challenges in your sex life. Because so many people, one, have never been taught how to communicate in a really constructive, healthy, mature way. And for a partner, they've never been confronted with dealing with and understanding and being able to articulate where their beliefs about sex, where their value system around sex comes from. So having these conversations, creating that safe container to have the conversations is very, very important. And you can also be nice about it. Reassurance that this isn't replacing him, that his manhood or his penis is not going to be secondary. It's not going to be comparison. It's something that is there to supplement and complement what you already have. Now, if your partner's in a place where they can hear this and have a conversation and work through it, perfect. Now, if they can't and there's a fundamental difference and opinion on pleasure products and how and when they're used or even if they're used, that's when choice time comes in for you and choosing how you're gonna move forward with this relationship and with this partner, if this person is a match for you. And it could be a red flag early on in the relationship of not being compatible and not of being aligned in what you wanna have sexually, or more importantly, not being aligned in how you communicate about sex and how you work through challenges around sex. So there's a choice. What do I wanna do? Do I wanna stay with this person? Do I not wanna stay with this person? And the other thing is you can keep it discreet. If you listen to the earlier podcast that I had, I mean, there's things that you can wear as necklaces that look like lipstick. And when you're traveling, when you're away, that's something that you can enjoy for yourself without your partner's knowledge and no one will be the wiser. One of the myths that's out there that a partner can use to shame you or try and persuade you not to use a sex toy is that you're going to desensitize your clit or burn your clit out or suffer from dead vagina syndrome. How terrible is that dead vagina syndrome, DVS? And that is not the case. Now, what can happen is often I'll have someone reach out to me and say, Stephen, you know, I haven't had partnered sex in a long time and I've been using my vibrator and your body becomes accustomed to that level of stimulation, that intensity, that level of vibration, that angle, the size of it. And then you're like, whoop, now I do have a partner and your body, your vulva, your clit, your vagina, like your whole body is like, hey, hey, this isn't the, the thing that I've been doing for the last X number of months, years, whatever it's been, this is new and 
it definitely doesn't vibrate at 200 times a second. It's not the same size. It doesn't twist and turn and it doesn't have a heating sensation and all this other kind of stuff. It's just, you know, a penis. So it can take longer to get into that sexual headspace or get to that place of orgasm or even get turned on. But there is something that you can do. Because again, this isn't something that's terrible, that's wrong, that's bad, that you're broken in any way, shape, or form. It's just your body is used to a particular type of stimulation. It's a pattern, it's a habit that your body and brain have become used to. And it's something that feels good. So it's a neural pathway that's really easy for you to go into. So what there is to do is to start incorporating when you're by yourself and enjoying self-pleasure and you have your go-to pleasure product there is pausing at different times and incorporate different types of stimulation that replicate your partner. It could be using your hands, it could be using a dildo, it could be using a pillow, it could be using anything that's different. So it's just interrupting that pattern. And what you can do is start to use less and less of your vibrator and get more accustomed to different types of stimulation that are similar to the sex that you would have with a partner. You can do that while you're by yourself. And then you have a choice. You're like, hey, I want to bang one out real quick. I'm going to use my trusty vibrator P700 ZX4, which is your favorite model, cool. Or, hey, I want to use my hands. I want to use something else. I can use my vibrator a little bit and then try it that way. The other thing that you can do, if you do have a partner who is open-minded and who is like, hey, let's explore some things, is do the same thing with that pattern interrupt with your partner. So bring your vibrator ZX45-9000 model into the bedroom and use that and then stop and then have your partner please you and, and then use the vibrator and go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth until you get to a place where, hey, keep using it when you're together. Or if not, and you're comfortable being like, hey, I wanna just explore human stimulation, human contact, then be able to repattern or reacclimatize your body to stimulation that isn't solely focused on your vibrator. So again, there's nothing wrong with it. It feels good. There's nothing wrong with your clit. You don't have dead vagina syndrome. The other thing is, is it's, and it's a little bit different, but it's uh, feeling numb sometimes afterwards. And I liken it to if you are mowing the lawn for a long period of time or using a Theragun with that, that vibrating massage hammer type thing. And then you hit stop, your hand can be numb because of those vibrations for such a long period of time. And that could be something that you experience in your clit or your vulva, your vagina, or wherever using your pleasure product. It could be a little bit numb for a little bit, but don't worry about it. Nothing terrible is gonna happen. That sensation will come back. But again, that's something that comes up sometimes where your partner who is threatened or feels emasculated by your pleasure product is like, you're gonna burn out your clit or you're gonna do permanent damage because of this or they heard something or read something online. Nah, that ain't the truth. It's not gonna happen to you. Enjoy yourself. Because you know, bodies change, schedules change, partners change, lifestyles change. Even your turn-ons are going to change with time. We all sexually evolve. But the most important thing that you want to ensure that is you have the skills and the partner 
to talk about those things. So you don't have to worry about getting through the ups and downs of your sexual relationship with each other. You have that communication. You have those tools to be able to bridge those gaps, to be able to navigate the hills and the valleys. That's the thing that's going to keep you connected and feeling that you have each other's back. And knowing that you're giving your partner what they need is a wonderful thing. And knowing that they know what you need is awesome as well. And that's where we're gonna wrap things up for this week. I hope you got some ideas, you got a perspective, maybe a particular strategy that you can use in your life. Maybe right now if you're struggling with a partner or in the future if you come across someone who isn't on board with your pleasure the way that you want them to be. Let me know what you liked. Let me know what you want me to cover next. Actually, next week's episode is going to be about sex over the holidays, how to navigate that sometimes challenging space. So tune into that. Leave a review. Reach out to me. Let me know. I'm committed that you have an amazing sex life. And until then, remember, the more we understand about ourselves and each other, the less we have to fear, the more love is here. So here's to happy days and living a sex life unleashed.